sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are new and this is your first time stopping by the podcast, you are so welcome. Thank you for joining this community. I really do hope you love today's episode. I know that I do. I am going to be listening to it many times, writing notes. It's a good one. I'll get into it in a moment. But yes, welcome to the Topangamon podcast. And it's been such a beautiful week. This is the love week. It's Valentine's week. Um, All about that loving energy. I hosted the Love Alchemy Moon Party in Toronto this past weekend, and it was really, really beautiful and special. It was wild. When I first chose the day, obviously, I like to do the moon parties on the full moon or the new moon and the actual day, I feel like using the energy from that day um, is really important to me. So I don't usually switch it uh, depending on, you know, if it's like, oh, more people would come out on this day. I, I always believe that the right people will come to the event and it needs to be on certain moons. So I kept it on for February 9th and then it wasn't until I think like the week before the moon party I found out the Oscars were airing that night and I was like, oh no, everyone's going to be going to Oscars parties, like what what am I going to do? So I, what I've been doing a lot lately is just connecting to my own soul, communicating with my soul. Um, I did a whole podcast episode about this. You want to check it out. And I've been really into this book, Meet Your Soul um, by Elisa, um, I forget her last name, but it's called Meet Your Soul. And it's this beautiful way that we can just talk to our inner guidance and find you know, the solutions for us instead of looking elsewhere all the time. I am so conditioned to do so much research. I mean, I'm a Gemini. I love to investigate. Even part of my human design, I'm an investigator. So all I want to do is like all the research, talk to everybody, watch all the YouTubes, find every expert possible. But what I've been noticing is that when I really tune into my own inner guidance, even when it feels unusual, it seems to be the and always is the best answers for me. And it's taking practice and I'm just, you know, working my way through it. But I consulted my inner guidance and I was like, should I, you know, change the time? Should I change the date? What should I do? And they were, they, I don't know why they're like a collective, but, um, It was very much the message of like, no, you need to keep this time and keep this day. And it kind of went against logic, right? As uh, someone who's 
started a, a business and, and wanting to expand and wanting as many people to come to the events um, as possible, you think like, well, wouldn't you want to put it on another day so that maybe more people could, could show up? And that's definitely coming from the logical mind of not understanding the full picture. So our soul really tells us the full, full picture of something. So even though, even though that night it was a very small group, it was meant to be that way. And I wouldn't have known and it wouldn't have been the same. And there were so many magical revelations that came specifically with the girls that came that would maybe have not if there was like a larger group. And I just trusted. I trusted that for whatever reason, it was supposed to be that way. And I definitely got confirmation afterwards that night that it was perfectly beautiful aligned. And I think that's an important thing to note of like numbers don't mean, you know, success in a full term of, of what we're experiencing. So tons of numbers, tons of people, tons of, you know, Instagram followers, all those things, those metrics that we use to uh, value our success doesn't have the full picture of what your soul wants to experience and of what is truly aligned with what you're creating. And I'm learning that day by day and the right people, the right moments, the things that are going to really propel you in the long run are going to be experienced within this intentional living. So it's not trying to um, seek a certain amount of numbers just so that it's validating for you and really um, maybe outwardly looks good. I think it really comes down to the patience and knowing that this is a long journey. Your journey is going to look so different than other people. And I've just been really learning so much about connecting to my own soul, hearing my own guidance and finding what feels good to me and not from an ego perspective of really what is my soul crave. So I think that's just like a really beautiful lesson that I learned and I wanted to tell you about it. And if you are someone that's been like really concerned about the numbers and the things, uh, take a step back, breathe know that you are worthy right now and that there's a longer game here. There's a, there's a full lifetime to reach your success and your success will look different than other people. So don't worry about it too much. Um, another beautiful thing that happened is I did a, I did a ritual that night that I heard of on a podcast and I totally forgot the podcast. So if it does come to me, I'm going to write it out and I'm hoping to write out this ritual and put it on the website, but it was definitely an abundance ritual. And for the love alchemy, a huge theme was abundance. Um, and a huge theme of this episode is abundance. And I'm going to get into why and how that connects with love. But I wanted to do a really powerful abundance ritual that night. And we did. And um, the results for me came immediately the next day, which is so cool because in that moment, and I've done rituals before and I know the beauty and the power of ritual work. And that's why I've been doing this for so long, but I could tangibly see it. So in the morning I went to my, um, I went to go deposit, uh, an e-transfer into my bank account and I found a check from the government that was directly deposited into my account that day. 
And it was such a cool surprise because I didn't know it was coming. I don't know why. I just was like, oh, the abundance ritual. And I was just like, thank you, universe. Thank you. This is, it's real when we start to really tap into what the abundance field is and feel worthy and listen to our soul, then these beautiful, spontaneous miracles will start to come in. And it's so fun to watch the universe unravel your life in that way. So on to uh, today's episode is with Ines. Ines, I say her name wrong all the time and I feel so horrible and I'm so sorry. Um, She's from Montreal. She's an incredible, incredible uh, abundance coach, healer, guide, um, Ines Heals is her business and her coaching practice, and she really focuses on um, abundance and claiming your abundance and really diving into your life's purpose. I have been totally into in love with all of her messaging in the last couple of months, but I've been following her for a really long time. I've always loved her work. Uh, she was uh, also an esoteric astrologer, and she just has done so many beautiful things, and you're going to hear about it in today's podcast episode, but her focus right now is abundance coaching, and she's going to get into everything about what that even means and how she got into this work, but it's so beautiful how she wants to help empower people, help empower women step into their worthiness when it comes to abundance and claim who they are and and claim their their purpose and their beautiful gifts in such a powerful way. And she talks about uh, manifestation, abundance, energy, the dimensions in a different way than I've heard before. And it's it's almost like my soul when listening to her is like recognizing something and really being affirmed. I just love this episode so much. I do want to tell you that um, this was a distance recording, so the audio is not as sharp as normal, but the message is so beautiful. So I really hope you stick around and listen to the whole thing. I just, I'm going to listen to it a bunch of times and take so many notes and everything that she shares is such important information. Um, She has a gift to express this information and she channels and she's so well-versed into this world and she really is embodying her work and her message and her purpose. And I'm so excited for you to listen to it because uh, abundance and claiming abundance and um, everything like that and financial wealth all comes from worthiness and it's tied to love. So money and love, they're always linked. And I think what better thing than to listen to a podcast interview all about claiming your abundance, which is really going to lead you to your own self-love, self-worth, and being a beacon for love. And that is such an important message for this week, for this whole month, this whole theme of Valentine's Day and cultivating um, full, full transformative Uh, self-worth and self-love and then that brings abundance so let's get into the episode today with Ines and I'm just so happy for you to hear her she's such a beautiful soul so here it is on to Panga Moon 
Well, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the Topanga Moon podcast. I'm so excited. I've been like waiting for us to record this episode because I know it's going to be so incredibly expansive. I am loving all the information that you're putting out right now. I think you're such a strong like voice and an important voice in the spiritual community, in like every community. And it's so exciting to me to like get to have this on the podcast. So thank you, Enos, for coming. I'm so happy that you're here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, seriously, I'm like, I'm so excited to get into all of this stuff and to have this conversation and to sort of like spread this awareness and spread this energy and spread this vibe. Like, I will do it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so um, let's talk about your journey and whatever stories okay. you want to tell me or and the audience. Um, your journey that brought you to the work that you're doing now, because I know that it's a little bit different or not even different, but shifted from the work that you were doing when I first was introduced right. to you. And I'm so curious what, um, sparked this new revelation and just the, throughout the years, kind of the journey that led you to this point. Wow. That's like a huge question. <laughs> um, that I like to start with the guests. Yeah. Like, oh man. Okay. Well, I mean, so the shift in the business, I mean, I can, I will touch on that, but I guess it, it all comes from the, it's got to go to the very beginning, right. And how the journey has progressed. Right. So for me, what has brought me to this role of, of healing and of doing coaching work was really my own healing journey, um, which was healing myself from very severe eczema, which I had all over my body at a certain point in time. Um, so me launching my own healing practice really came from that. All of the tools that I'd learned, all the knowledge that I'd collected in this you know, process of transforming myself emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, and so that was really the first two, you know, two, three years of my, of my practice. And over the summer I did a, um, I did a business, like an intensive, uh, business program for spiritual entrepreneurs. Uh, I was through Kimberly Masca and I got to kind of drop her here. She's been an amazing mentor for me in this journey. And looking at it from a more sort of business standpoint and looking at it from sort of a deeper role of service to others. Mm -hmm. The major question in that program was like, what is the problem that you solve for people? What is the thing that are like people are coming to you for? And it's directly connected to your story, right? So for me, as I evolved into the, you know, the person that I was becoming, um, my practice moved away from, you know, this healing on a physical level and really moved into what I was getting into, which was like, how do we create abundance and experience success through sharing our gifts with the world? Mm. You know, and that was my big, that was my problem that I was solving for myself, like for throughout this journey, right? And so coming to this phase of my business and the work that I'm doing right now was really compelled by, you know, the contemplations and the reflections of, you know, that business program that I was in. Um, and, and now it's just kind of like, okay, this is what I am working out for myself. Therefore, this is what I'm working out for my tribe. This is what I'm working out for, for my clients, the people who are coming to me. And so that's, it's shifted because my focus has shifted because my inspiration shifts and grows as I do. And now it's really like, okay, let's facilitate the coming of 
5D on this planet. Like let's facilitate bringing down the message of 5D light on planet earth, which is about us all stepping into our soul gifts and our soul light and our soul purpose so that we can bring down consciousness on this planet and we can get rid of the programs of scarcity, get rid of the programs of separation and really understand what we're all here to do and what it's all about, you know? And so that was where I got, you know, that's where a lot of my passion is well, that's where my passion is right now. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And probably in the future, it's going to shift into something else, like, you know, yeah. still in the same vein, but like, you know, as I grow, I am my business. So yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Taking something that um, you may have been struggling with and you wanted to really like understand. Oh yeah. Through that exploration, you can help so many other people. And Absolutely. in terms of abundance and financial wealth and everything like that, especially as a woman, mm-hmm. stepping into your spiritual gifts, it's such a taboo, scary thing. Um, and mm-hmm. it's really needed to evolve, like you said, to that 5D consciousness, yeah. which is such an incredible thing that you're providing for people and mm-hmm. allowing them to just really lame. So in your perspective, what is the abundance field? The abundance field. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What is it? Well, (laughs) so I mean, let's say, um, abundance is like source energy. I mean, abundance, when we're saying abundance is like abundance is many things. Um, it's like, yes, we can talk about it in a financial way, but abundance is really just a plentifulness, like a, um, you know, a limitless sense of, of growth, you know? And I think that that's natural, like that's programmed into our reality. That's how nature works. I mean, if you look at like the, the world around us, like all the squirrels, all the animals are provided for. If you walk, just walking by a tree in bloom, like say a crab apple tree, and looking at the amount of flowers that are on that tree, you get a sense of how abundance is the signature of the natural world, right? It's the signature of growth. And so for us, this whole scarcity thing, it's, it's a program, it's a human program. It doesn't have to do with natural world. Right. So when we're talking about abundance or like a field of abundance or saying like, like the energy of abundance, really it's just tapping into what is our natural birthright on this planet, which is to experience the same uh, growth and limitlessness that other creatures of the natural world do, you know, in their own cycles and seasons of, of growth and rebirth and, and all of that stuff. So, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll get more into it, but abundance is also connected to, you know, the field of limitless possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the thing that our souls are all connected to through our purpose. right so um it's again like this this key between our purpose and accessing our abundance and all of the events circumstances and people that we're going to need to come into contact with and meet in order to allow for that growth of purpose and abundance to to occur right so um field of abundance field of limitless possibility these are things that we're naturally connected to and we just need to accept that we are that's like really it. And yeah. it's our acceptance that we are connected to those things. That is the healing journey because we've gone so far away from that truth. Right. Yeah. And we're, would you say it was like, we're stuck in kind of this, this negative loop 
of the scarcity. So those are the programs mm -hmm. that are running our day-to-day -day lives and this, and what you focus on, you create more of, right? Yeah. So if you're yeah. thinking, if you're always focused on like, I don't have enough, um, yeah. you know, I am lacking in yeah. resources. I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Then yeah. it creates more of that. And it's a continuous loop. And it, it is sometimes even so buried within us that mm -hmm. it might not even be a conscious awareness, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, there's like so many things that you just said, like, that I, you know, um, first of all, it's it, it being buried within us. It's like a lot of these scarcity programs, they're ancestral. They're coming yeah. from like, you know, not even our own life experience. And right. really what we need to be mindful of in that is that our reality is literally different. It's operating in a different paradigm than mm -hmm. our parents' reality. And yep. then, you know, than their parents. Like, it's like, we're really now able to do things when it comes to creating and manifesting abundance that, are at a totally higher level, other level, you know, than anything that previous generations had access to. So, you know, like, because, and it's because of the consciousness shifts that have taken place on our planet in that time, right? Especially, let's say, from the period, like, from 2012 and onward, right? Mm-hmm, so, is a huge year that people keep yes. back to. Yes, that is the time when a lot of new um like a just a whole breakthrough of of new awareness was brought down to this planet it was really like this this like settling date for like okay 5d energies let's unlock all of these portals and like you know like bring down this uh, higher frequency light to earth that was really the date where that started so yeah so i mean we're in a totally different paradigm that's why we have to claim our capacity to create abundance you know in a new way and with a new story than what our parents had um and yeah what you're talking about i mean a lot of this is understanding the interaction between 3d and 5d right because in our 3d right. world it's like we, it's, it, it's an illusion, but it's a very convincing illusion that we're always bound by limitation. And that's what you're talking about, right? That's yeah. what you're talking about when you talk about the lack and like the feeling that there's a ceiling and there's only so much that we can do and there's only so much we can access and like all of this stuff. And what we have to understand is that we now have to look at our 3D experience from a 5D perspective because that's where our consciousness is residing and that's what our hearts are connected to. So our heart energy is in the 5D field already and always has been. It's just like we, we don't live from our heart awareness and heart consciousness, which is why we don't really have access to that information. But the limitation, right, is the illusion. That's, that's the illusion. Um, and so it's about shifting our minds to understand that actually it's all about limitless possibility now. And I know that these are like big concepts and there's like a lot more to like dive into with all of that. Yeah. But just, you know, on the second note of what you're saying or on the, another note of what you're saying, it's like, yeah, the thing with us is that 
we have an awareness of wanting more, right? So we have all these desires, like say the desire for more abundance, uh, more, you know, uh, financial prosperity. But because we haven't mastered our emotions, we haven't mastered our vibration, we haven't, you know, anchored into our heart consciousness and those 5D, you know, frequencies, we don't understand that by telling two different stories, we block our abundance from coming to us. So if we tell one, if one of our stories is I desire greater financial prosperity, but our emotional story is focused on lack. I don't have, right? I, I feel the lack, I, you know, then we're not in vibrational alignment with what we're trying to create. And so we can't, we're not going to attract it or, and basically we're in a place of resistance, right? So now we're getting into the law of attraction stuff, but yeah. so that's a lot to, to, to say on that point, but yes, you have to focus the, the whole learning, uh, the process of manifestation um, or let's say conscious manifestation because we're manifesting all the time, but learning how to consciously manifest is learning how to tune our vibration to the excitement of getting ready and anticipating the receiving of what we desire instead of focusing our emotional energy and vibration on the lack of not yet having what we desire. Right. And that's the whole process of, you know, self-mastery. Oh yeah. And I know I read, uh, you're the placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza and he talks about that, um, you know, really extensively of we're so used to living in the past present where mm-hmm. it's really about living in the future present, mm-hmm. so anchoring yourself into the present, but envisioning and imagining your future self Absolutely. from that space. But yeah. like you're saying, it's really your, it's your body catching up to your mind. And I mm-hmm. see this so much within myself too, of mm-hmm. in my conscious awareness mind, you know, I'm like, yes, I am abundant. Abundance flows easily and freely to me, everything like that. But there's these old programs with stored yeah. within my body yeah. that is the subconscious realm and experiencing yeah. lack. And what happens a lot and what trips me up and, um, I'm sure what it would for other people is my mind always tries to think of how. So, you know, I want to, you know, create financial abundance within my business, within all my stuff, but then it automatically goes to how. So it's like saying, okay, but you have to do this and you have to do this. And like, it's like trying to practically understand the quantum field, which is you can't understand it in a linear fashion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a few things about what you said. So yeah. one, yes, vision is a huge, the vision and imagination are great human tools of creation. Yeah. Um, and we have to really, yeah, I mean, work with that and, and you know, uh, nurture those skills within us because they're very valuable. Um, and then this other aspect of what you were saying So the funny thing about the law of attraction is, and it's this, okay, this whole thing of trying to figure out the how and the the steps and the logical process, that is all a reflection of the polarization of our reality into the masculine, the doing, mm -hmm. right? The doing, the details, like all of that stuff. Yes. When really we live in an attraction-based universe and attraction-based reality. So the how part is actually not up to us at all. 
it's like in the three steps, you know, of like manifestation or calling in the law of attraction. It's like you ask for step one, everybody can do that. So everybody is asking all the time, like not even consciously asking just, you know, it doesn't, I mean, what I mean to say is it doesn't have to be a conscious asking. Of course, if we set our intentions for what we want, that strengthens them, but we're asking all the time, all the time. just by, you know, our emotions and our vibration. And it's like the universe and the field of limitless possibilities picking up on all that information and registering it. And it's like, yes, this person is asking, wow, that's great. And immediately it goes to work creating situations to fulfill our desires. But here's the thing. It's like, why? So here's, here's the big breakthrough moment for me with the law of attraction is like, why does the universe want to bring us everything that we desire? Like, that's the thing I think that we struggle to understand. It's like, well, like, how is this all just happening? And it's because the universe is in a state of like endless expansion. That's not even a spiritual thing. That's like a science. It's all, it's a, it's a known fact of the way that the universe works. And so the universe is constantly expanding. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. But so when we ask, right. And then we receive. So anytime our, one of our desires is fulfilled, what do we experience? Expansion. So when we experience expansion, the universe experiences expansion. We're all expanding. It's all going with the natural flow of energy. And therefore we're happy. Universe is happy. So universe wants us to expand into the fulfillment of our desires and that's why it's working to create our you know ideal situations and circumstances for those desires to come about because it wants to expand with us right so just briefly before we move on to the next thing right so just about these three steps so if the first step is ask the second step is not yours. The second step is the how that belongs to the universe. The universe figures it out. You don't have to do that. So the whole how thing, and then we get so tripped up about the how it's not even ours to figure out because it's like, why don't you leave it to the infinite intelligence that breathes through you, that digests your food, that brings a baby to term. Like right. you don't know how to consciously do all of these things. So why are you pretending like, you know, how to consciously create the fulfillment of your divine destiny. It's not up to you either. So true. We don't know how to actually make a baby. <laughs> no. You know? But so step three, but step three of the manifestation process is where everybody gets like super tripped up because it's, you have to be vibrationally open to receiving what the universe has created for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where our blocks come in. And that's where our limiting beliefs come in. And that's where all that programming that you're talking about comes in. And that's what we're all collectively working to heal. Amazing. It feels like you've really um, embodied this idea within your actual self. What was that turning point for you? Because I feel like on an intellectual level, you must have known these principles and worked with them for so long. But how did you actually, because I feel like, and I can see it within you, you like felt the shift, like you were on another (laughs) vibration, you know, like in your body, you are consciously creating Mm. at all times. So Mm. do you Mm. recall, or do you know that like shift and maybe like the things that you were doing at the Mm. time to really let your body finally connect Mm. all the dots? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a long process um, to really like, like, because if we're talking about embodying, what you're talking about is embodying your true self. Yeah. 
Oh, and that, and that process is right. So that process is long and there's a lot of initiations involved. There's a lot of healing involved. Um, I would say that for me, when it started was really like, because my eczema was psychosomatic, like it was complete as a lot of autoimmune disorders are right so um it was completely psychosomatic so it was connected to my emotions and so i when i really got deep into healing myself because i had no other choice right it was a it was a blessing it was very painful but it was a blessing because it brought me to this it brought me to how am i creating this in myself um you know because i know that i am and there's really no other way for me to approach this because it's self-created so nothing outside of me can 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 heal it really um and so i i really started to notice like and, and be mindful of my thoughts and literally it was like if i was thinking things that were negative um I would feel my body would flare up. My wow. I would experience inflammation. I would yeah. um, my skin would get itchy. So it was like it was like very viscerally. I was experiencing how my thoughts and energy were creating my physical state right at that right. time. And so um, that sensitivity of mind-body connection brought me to how am I creating this for myself, which once that was resolved, was able to bring me outward more to say, well, how am I creating the rest of what's going on in my reality? And I would say that, um, I mean, I'm still having breakthroughs. Like I'm still on the journey of fully embodying, you know, uh, those truths. Um, But it's, it's a daily commitment. Here's what it is. It's a daily commitment to choosing spirit over matter. Like it's a daily commitment to choosing love over fear. Like it's like every decision that you make, every really it's that every decision that you make is coming from this place of saying, I'm going to honor something that I know within me is true. And that I feel is true. Even if I can't see it or I'm not in direct experience. Yeah. Of it yet. Oh and God. that's the path of the spiritual warrior because it's like you, you get broken down, you learn lesson after lesson, you keep picking yourself up and keep going and keep committing to spirit. Oh. And it takes a warrior <laughs> really to do that. <laughs> I feel like throughout this conversation, there's so many things where I'm like, I know I'm, I want to like ask her this next. And then you say it right. Oh, okay. we're, like, we're like telepathically communicating as well, which is amazing. Always. But I Always. really want to, I love this idea of the believing before seeing. Yeah. Because I think that's a huge part in the, the th- you know, the three steps of the manifestation. Um, it's getting yourself to a place of really believing. Totally. And what is that process like for you? Is it, is it still that like daily commitment to spirit, totally. um, yeah. working on yourself and for sure. Things? Absolutely. And like, um, what it is too, like the temperance card is coming to mind. Temperance tarot, um, the path of Sagittarius is coming to mind, which is, experience you must have experience in order to uh trend like integrate wisdom so you have to do 
Like you have to do and act on behalf of this belief that has not yet come to fruition, but that you feel is true for you. And through your experiences of acting on it and committing to it and seeing the fruition of that, you get more and more confident in that belief as being the true nature of reality. And then there comes a time where the veil just becomes so thin that it's like, boom, you've broken through and it's like, okay, let's do this you know, but it, it is about experience. It's like, you can't embody this truth by just doing it intellectually in your mind. You have to live it. You have to like, it has to be your daily experience. And I think that's where a lot of people, um, it's called spiritual bypassing. Right. 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 That's what that is. It's like, I'm just going to be in the comfort of these thoughts, but I'm not actually going to act on it. And that, that's not, that's not going to get us to the end result that those, um, you know, laws of reality are, are showing you have to experience it. You have to do, you have to be in action with it. Right. So would you say that would be, um, spiritually aligned action? Yeah. Sometimes we can be in action out of scarcity, out of fear. Exactly. Um, Huge difference. And when you're doing spiritually aligned actions, are you first, um, you know, asking the divine for guidance? How are you getting the messages to make those spiritually aligned actions? Well, I think that, I mean, there's... I think we're all receiving messages all the time. I think we're all divinely guided all the time. I think it's just about like being open to that (laughs) and, you know, yes, of course, tuning into it in in whatever ways, you know, facilitate that connection. Um, But really the fundamental question, which is like, still something that like I, you know, it's still, again, a daily practice is like, is this coming out of love or fear? Is this decision based in love or fear? Like really, if you can own that and work with that, you're taking spiritually aligned action because everything that's aligned with love is aligned with the true nature of reality because that's what we're in, (laughs) you know? So, um, so the easy answer of taking spiritually aligned action is, choosing love and also i think another big one is is this coming from a place of control or surrender same i love that the idea of surrender and i definitely felt that i was just uh for new year's in joshua tree and -hmm. for that whole week because i know that that place is where you know i'm supposed to be i've been called there it's like it's like a known belief that's one that i'm like not even worried about because I know that I'm supposed to be there and I'll get there when it's the divine timing of it all. And I don't even have to worry about it. So whenever I go to Joshua tree, it's just this, um, I don't even, it's like doing, but not doing anything is the way that I can describe it. It's like every single moment you're choosing in a really present way. It's like everything that we're doing, we're like, okay, let's go here. Yes. That feels good. And like, like you said, everything is within love and it's not even a conscious decision-making it's just like it's like you're flowing with the river like you're just like oh yes I'm going here and then this amazing thing happens to me and then I'm going here and we get to go into the park for free and then you know all of these doors are opening yeah really just moving like moment to moment oh yeah presence wild yes yes and I think sometimes when we're thinking of spiritually aligned action we think like 
you know, we think of the term action, meaning like, okay, we have to make a decision. We have to do this and like all this stuff. And it goes back to the whole figuring out the how. Yeah. But for me, um, and I'd love to hear what you think about this. It's really about, like you said, the surrender and letting it unravel in front of you. Yeah. So here's about, how about this as a rewording, spiritually aligned, spiritually aligned response. Ooh, yes. Yes. Right. You should be coin that. (laughs) (laughs) Because then then you're just, you're receiving and you are responding to the call and you're moving forward in that way. And there's, um, there's a a conscious awareness that it is a co-creative process. Yes. 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 Because yeah. it does feel, it feels more easeful. It feels um, very supported because yeah. it's not just you having to make all the decisions, you know, of it's the universe supporting you and allowing you and like, yeah, co-creating as you say, and you can put so much into this universal love force and almost like offer it up, like offer it up mm-hmm. to the divine. Mm-hmm. Um, and say, okay, where would you have me go today? You know, absolutely. Well, that's that is being like mm-hmm. we at our at our highest like level of of assuming our inner power um, and our relationship to the divine is just being 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 like being human beings like being <laughs> like that's the divine feminine force of like what we're all being asked to develop within ourselves to really all take ownership of our conscious creation and, and spiritual journey. Yeah. And I think some people, they want to have a concrete program to that. And sometimes it's, it's difficult because it's so individualized within your yeah. own body from what mm-hmm. I'm seeing because some things if if I I can create in a way that may be different than somebody else and it's just mm-hmm. the you know what I mean but we can we're all we're all connected of course but yeah the you know for me like visualization is huge because yeah. and I know that that's um because I am such a visual being and for yeah. whatever reason it was just through trial and error that I've seen that when I'm focused and concentrated on visualizations of my future reality, mm-hmm. it yeah. comes to me more yes. so than like maybe other practices that I put into yes. place. Um, yeah. so it's, it's kind of like, it's this interesting dance and I, I'm wondering how you specifically work with different clients all the time and mm-hmm. how to kind of unlock their own yeah. um, you know, abundance qualities. Right. Well, so a few things about what you said. So first, I mean, the desire to have like a specific program comes from like, again, the control side, right? Um, (laughs) And then the other side of that, which is again, going back to the divine feminine is like understanding what's right for you means self-exploration. Yes, yes, yes. It means like doing the things that we're we've been afraid to do which is exploring like what are our preferences what is our shadow what is our story you know what are uh, what is our ancestry like there's so that whole process of learning what's right for you and what works for you 
is, yeah, I mean, something that I do with my clients, but in the journey of one individual's life, it takes many guides to right. understand what that is, right? Um, and, it's, and it takes many years, <laughs> you know, to understand what that is, because that's the whole process of learning who you are and coming into a more and more refined taste of like, what is my authentic self? Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, the world that blocks us from that. Yeah. Um, naturally, like it's just the way that it's set up. So um, in answer to your question, I mean, working with clients, I work with, I mean, astrology, that was how I began. My practice was like really as an astrologer. Now it's like, I wouldn't necessarily take that title, but I, um, I use astrology as a tool for understanding all of these things. What is our ancestry? What is our primary axis of karma in this lifetime? How do we, you know, work with our gifts, you know, to move forward? And what are the blocks that show up to hinder us? And then really using it as a self-discovery tool. I mean, among other things that I, I, I work with. So, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but... Yeah. It's all, it's also different and individualized. And I think like you were talking about before, it's like, uh, peeling the layers of the onion back. Wow. So it's like using all these tools. It's a daily practice. It's yeah. all the stories that really block us. Yeah. But we already, I think we already innately know what to do, but it's this, uh, yeah, it's this idea that we, like you were saying, how nature already knows how to be abundant. Yeah. So we're part of that. We already know how to receive everything that we're wanting and we all have our own soul missions and the things that we came here to do and experience. And it's really just like getting rid of all the different layers that have been put on us through society and programming and this 3D, um, you know, realm to get back to what we already know how to do. And I think yeah. that's really the journey. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Let's talk about uh, the different dimensions a bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be tricky because okay. uh, <laughs> it's like, it's a part of it is like, we're, we're literally talking about adding another direction to our experience of reality. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, and so we can literally not conceptualize it from this point of view. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's like, a, it's a hard thing to understand, but yes, let's talk about it. What, what do you want to know as to the degree that I'm able to share with you? Yes. What, what, okay. Yeah. So we talk about, or you talk about um, this 5D reality, yeah. which is what our heart is already connected to. Yes. So what is this space like? Um, yeah. How is it? how has it um, really shown up within the world right now? Okay. So, um, so yeah, let's focus our, our dimension conversation really on the third, fourth and fifth yes. dimensions, because that's like what is important for us to understand. And honestly, beyond that, I, I'm not even sure <laughs> what's yes. going on. It's crazy. So, um, so first, before we get to 5D, I just want to say Earth is already three. Well, I mean, we are also, like you said, already connecting to 5D through uh, our sacred hearts. Um, but Earth is 3D and 4D. So 4D is where we go when we sleep. So 4D is the dream world, 
Like 40 is like this archetypal landscape of all of our stories and narratives playing out in like all these different symbolic ways. Okay. So we interact with other dimensions all the time, like um, in, in our day, in our daily lives. Um, so 5D is literally a, a, a plane where there's no duality anymore. Mm. So in that sense that there's no, um, like fear is not a part of 5D. Mm. So it's a space of love. It's a space of love and light. It's like, I mean, I, I call it a space, but like, <laughs> I know it's, it's a realm where that sort of fear-based, you know, dual existence is just, it's not, it's not a part of it. It's, it doesn't register, doesn't factor in. So, um, love and light, no space or time. So, you know, when, you know, when I'm channeling or, um, you know, reading other channeled works, right, where there's, you know, uh, fire, five dimensional beings coming through, they're always saying like, well, when we look at one of the potential uh, timelines or one of the potential paths that you could go in, you know, to create this result, they're literally looking down and seeing through time and space, right, at all of the different future potentials and it's all existing all at the same time, which is why trying to fathom or understand what that dimension looks like or feels like or or is like is just yeah. completely beyond us, right? And so where is 5D coming into our earth experience? It's really, I mean, that's a big part of the consciousness awakening on our planet, right? So anytime we're going beyond duality to connect to love and light, which is Anytime healing, ceremonial, you know, um, light rituals, you know, anything, any rituals in service to the light, um, any, you know, sacred conscious acts of bridging the gap between human and divine are all part of bringing down 5D energy on earth and the uh, expression of, of 5D energy on earth. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And I mean, if if you want to kind of just kind of go go into it briefly, well, I know this conversation about these dimen dimensions will continue, but let's just say the idea of heaven on earth is, you know, a 5D world. You know, is is our 5D planet Earth like in expressing in her 5D experience and we can also say that like Moses, so Moses went up to 5D to get the Ten Commandments and came back to 3D. So there are these different historical, you know, obviously Christ was, I mean, don't even get me started with like <laughs> Christ's story or the true story of Christ because it's crazy. But Christ was also very connected to this dimension in his teachings and the things that he was trying to bring to, you know, he was essentially also an ascension way shower right? He was trying to bring these teachings of, of how to integrate love and light into the daily reality. Uh, you know, um, so all of these great prophets had contact with 5D energy and were exchanging information with, you know, 5D beings um, and, and 5D consciousness. So it's, a, it's been a part of our human history un, unknowingly, you know, not in the awareness of, of the, the majority for a long time. Wow. And they were able to access this. 
I mean, we were all able to access this. It already exists. It's there for us at all times. Yeah. A beautiful way to um, just live within this love field. And it's, it's just like, like you said, there's no duality. So things are coming in. Um, yeah. you know, no linear time. It's just a yeah. beautiful realm where you're giving love and then receiving love. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's also a place of instant manifestation, right. which is why there can't be fear. Because if you go up there, you know, if you're in 5d and you're thinking about, I don't want this to happen, it's going to happen. So you would just destroy it. Like you, that's why it can't, it, it just can't hold that kind of energy because instant manifestation. So it just, it needs, it needs to be purified. You need to be, it's a very purified quality of energy when there's instant manifestation involved, right? Wow. So are there moments where we can be in that state or is it still something that we're working towards? You mean here in our realm, embodying 5D energy? Um, Yeah, I think we all access it and connect to it, you know, especially those moments of inspiration and radiation of like love energy. Like that's, that's what we're connecting to. So if, if we're really looking at it as the access point is the heart, which is what we're all being asked to develop right now, you know, very much at this time on our planet, it's like, and again, this takes me back to the teachings of Christ, obviously, and the sacred heart, the pathway of, you know, the kingdom of heaven, which is in the heart. So accessing these higher dimensional emotions, like compassion, unconditional love, um, but also, um, boundary and and self-love like in the in the purest sense of self-love where it's like you're really you really understand how putting yourself first benefits everybody that like those types of actions and thoughts and feelings emotions are aligned to that that energy expressing itself in our daily lives yeah that total yeah yeah, unconditional self-love like for yourself Yes. Radiates out. Yes. Then can connect to and inspire other people at the same time. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's keeping you very strongly connected to that limitless field of possibility that we talked about that uh, connects you to your abundance and every, everything else that's going on around you. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's so wild that you were mentioning Christ and yeah, everything because there's been so much coming up um, in terms of Mary Magdalene yeah in the last couple of days like even when I was uh driving with my friend Annetta to Waterloo she randomly picked a podcast episode and the whole thing was this uh woman she's a feminist theologian talking about the lost scriptures of Mary Magdalene and then um I went to my Reiki session and she was talking about reading the book on Mary Magdalene and then even in the podcast episode yesterday we were talking about her and I was like wow this is like coming up so much it's so it's such a cool thing to like have these historical accounts that we can like connect to and see in a different way than what they were actually presented as you know yeah absolutely and i mean that's one that's still on my list to check uh the uh, mary magdalene uh explorations is something i have like i said it's on my list i haven't got there yet but it's yeah. very much yeah all really it's it's very important that these stories, you know, or, um, that were once just belonging to this kind of biblical connotation or context, uh, are like liberated from that sort of like 
you know, religious confinement um, because they are the story of all people and belonging to everyone, you know, yeah. no religion needed. <laughs> They're the stories of how to connect to love and light. So, which yeah. is so beautiful. So you were talking a little bit about um, channeling. Yeah. So is there a specific group that you channel? How do you channel? Yeah. Um, so this is interesting <laughs> because, um, so I, let's say in the last two months, okay, month and a half, um, have been able to really uh, bring down, uh, you know, information where it's like, I know who I'm speaking with and I'm delivering a message. Um, however, I think I think channeling was always a part of what I was doing, just like unconsciously, right. you know what I mean? And, I, and it's not just me, all, all of us channel, yeah. like um, in, in different ways, especially when we're working with our soul gifts and talents. Uh, so channeling through, you know, our creative uh, expressions, uh, the, the authenticity and purity of our creative expressions is very much like channeled energy, you know, in music and writing and painting and art, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, um, so the journey of channeling, I guess, consciously, like really being like, okay, this is what's happening and this is what I'm able to do. And I'm sort of like taking that on as something that I can provide, you know, for myself and others only really is a very recent thing for me. Um, and I mean, how to explain, um, uh, I, I was introduced to this world because a very good friend of mine started channeling, uh, last summer and she also was the one who introduced me to the world of star seeds and ETs, which I'm sure we're going to get into at some point and then like just building up to that. Um, and so she, she was the one that, you know, I, I really was starting to come into contact with what it looked like to have access to um, these beings and, and to the information that they're providing. And really, um, it's, it's, it's kind of a very simple process. It's, it's just, I mean, I, I literally close my eyes. I ask to make contact. I don't Oh, I, I leave it open as to who wants to come through. Mm. Um, and that, you know, uh, being entity expresses itself, introduces itself and starts delivering the message. And um, so my, but my initial contact was with the Arcturians, which is a, you know, a group of ETs. I mean, a race of ETs. Um, but now I also frequently um channel like mother earth and el moria and ashtar i mean there's pan like i eros like i don't even know sometimes i'm just like whoa like who's yeah. this like this is new like <laughs> you know so it's 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 crazy and it's really just it's really just a tuning in process it's like yeah i think we can all do it it's just that yeah. we need to purify our ego yeah. One of the things that they told me, I think in the very first channeling I did was that this was something that I like that I was always able to do, but that they but that I didn't have conscious access to because my ego would have gotten involved and it would have hindered my growth. 
Yeah. So I think that like we need to first come to a place where we're we've let go of ego because if we begin to be egoic about our capacity to do this and we're not doing it for the right reasons. So anyway, I think we can all access this. It's just that we have to get to a certain level of emotional purity and and sort of spiritual um, you know progress and holding a certain amount of light. We have to hold a certain amount of light in our frequency in our in our light bodies to be able to access these. Um, uh, entities because they're coming from other higher dimensions, right? Um, what has been, you know, something that they've like said to you that has been really like profound or a message that keeps coming up or something mm -hmm. that you can share? Yeah, well, I mean, there is a continuous thread in the messages that have been coming in of like manifestation happens from a relaxed state of being. And that being, yeah, it's really like they're, they're, they're so like, they're just hammering home the message of like, you attract from your state of being, not from your state of doing. And really they're like, listen, do whatever inspires you and throw the rest of it aside. And they're like, we know that this sounds crazy because in your realm, it's like, what do you mean I get to just do whatever I love and whatever inspires me and whatever makes me radiate with like love energy? Like, but they're like, no, listen, like that's what, that's literally all you should be doing because that is what tunes you into that field of limitless possibility, which is then organizing everything for you. And because you're in an inspired state and in a state where your love for yourself is reflected through your actions, you're able to manifest, which is just, you're just receiving the blessings that, that the universe already has in store for you. And so the overriding message that keeps coming through is just like, but be, but commit to being which is, it just, it's a revolution for us, especially like, you know, um, for those of us who have more to, like, it's still, it's a journey, it's a process, learning how to listen to your body, trust your body, trust your instincts, trust your feelings about things, and not choose the rational way. I mean, that's a very deep process of, of learning and rewriting the script and reprogramming our energies. So, but that is really the overriding message, which again, comes back to embracing the divine feminine. Like that's the thing that's been left behind, like our power to attract. And so, you know, just to kind of sum up, they're basically like, you know, yeah, if you want to go buy things in this, in this backwards way, sure, you can spend your whole day running around after things that you want and like doing things that you logically think you should be doing in order to get what you want. But really in the way that the world actually works in this way of, you know, the law of attraction, law of vibration, you would have stimulated more uh, you know, things coming together favorably for the manifestation of your desires if you would have just sat home, meditated, and taken care of your vibration. And I don't say that in a way of spiritually bypassing again, because it's not about just like sit at home and think about how, oh no, it's fine, everything's gonna be fine, everything's working out for my highest good. It's like, no, 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 no. That Don't go in it in an intellectual way. You have to 
go into the feeling process of shifting your vibration. So that means if you have to stay at home one day because you're not doing well and you have to have a crying session with yourself and put on your crying music, then that's what you have to do. And that's committing to being, and that's committing to feeling and moving through your emotional landscape so that you can receive what you desire. And that is more productive than you going out and doing a million things and like, denying your true feelings about things because it's your vibration that is creating it's not what you're doing so that is like the overarching major message that that comes through that is the best distinction that i can do for this yeah so amazing that because you're saying no you're not spiritually bypassing you are doing the feeling work you're doing the Mm -hmm. body work you're allowing the things to move through. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's why I go to Kundalini every week and like all these things and things are coming up and it's not to ignore them. It's to recognize them and through them. And then they can be something that you've moved through. And now in your being state, you are in that state of reception. Again, I mean, yeah, you use the word embodiment before when you talked about embodying the law of attraction, embodying the true self. Well, it's like, if you want to embody the law of attraction, you can't, there's no space for the law of attraction when there's all this other stuff going on inside of you. You know what I mean? Like there's no space to receive. There's no space to co-create when you have uh, negative programs and, you know, difficult emotions and things like that, that are stopping you back that you're not actively working with. To, yeah. to progress through, right? Oh, that's amazing. I feel like that summarized everything so beautifully in terms yeah. of what we were talking about in totally. co-creating with this abundance field and what you yeah. actually um, have to be, you know, doing. And it's not the doing yeah. you're thinking, it's the, it's the being within your yeah. body, which is amazing. So let's yeah. get into ETs a bit because- sure. This is amazing. And it's been coming up a lot for me because I'm writing a script right now. Okay. Based off of um, all of this. And it was definitely, it came to me. It's like, not like, not letting me go. It's like, no, you have to write this. Divinely possessed. Yes. (laughs) That's right now. And wild because in my, uh, in my Reiki session, um, my friend said that there is an ET race that wants to channel through me specifically okay. for the writing. Okay. And she didn't know, she like didn't know what they were called. Um, and then uh, in my session, so we were talking, she was like, they're from the water world. And uh, then yesterday Curious. in my, um, in my podcast interview, um, I was talking about this a bit because we were talking about aliens as well because we're like I'm like that's where we're at right now yeah Um, and she was like yeah I after I was telling her this she's like I've been pulling that card for the past couple days and she showed me the exact card and exactly who this alien race was and my mind was blown I was like this is who came into my session it's wild and who Um, was it it was the Mintaka okay okay which is a very, it's like something that people don't know or really talk about. It's this one, it's like one of the oldest ones and they, um, they work with the, like they're, they live in the water and they're from, uh, so Orion's belt has the three stars and it's Mintaka is one of them. 
Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Like it's like, it's crazy. So yeah. I mean, wow. That's really cool. And, and I mean, I think the reason, so why ET, like anybody's like, Kate, because five years ago, nobody was talking about ET. No. No. no, nobody, nobody it was not on our radar at all. Yeah. If they but were now documentaries by, you know, the alien conspiracy theorists yeah. on Netflix, yeah. you know, like that kind that, of, thing. yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, it's surfacing in the collective awareness and the collective consciousness, because it's like, if so, let's open this door because then it opens up the door to us as interdimensional intergalactic beings right yeah because we are <laughs> right because we're also made up of et genetics uh whether you like it or not um and you know we as and as starseeds which is like not all of us but a lot of us that are on the planet right now doing light work um we're literal embodiments of ET consciousness like in a human body you know what I mean so it's like but but this awakening around that is is so crucial and essential to opening our minds to what is beyond what we believed to be the threshold of reality right yeah and do you think because now people are there's so much more conscious awareness um that and also channeling and that conversation that there's going to be maybe like more sightings or oh yeah honestly yeah. what I believe is they're preparing us for a full-blown con like contact okay. like yeah yes yeah and um I mean I I I have visions of this I I feel like I have an inkling of maybe some people that are going to be involved I feel like it's going to come through some people who already have impact in the world um yeah. uh, that people trust and Certainly, it's coming through the light workers first, uh, you know, to uh, spread the message to as many, um, you know, <laughs> people as possible so that we're ready for this event that's going to take place. Uh, I mean, the first is going to be the, the craziest because it's really going to break down our uh, ideas of reality on a huge uh, collective level um so so i think they're really preparing us to make contact i don't know when or or who exactly but <laughs> i think it's gonna it's coming and it's coming soon um soon quite soon and yeah of course the thing about sightings is that not everyone can see ships mm -hmm. so you have to be open like you have to be open yeah. uh it has to be a part of your belief system already in, in certain ways, or there has to be, you know, some, some level of, of being open. And then, you know, then you can see the ship. So yeah, there will be more sightings because people are opening up to that potential reality more and more, yeah. right? It's opening yeah. up the different, um, you know, realms that we, you know, don't already see on this conscious level, but we're, we are, and there are some people already that, yeah. are, you know, they're, you know, mediums who can see, other yeah, and other dimensions and all these things and yeah there's this we're in a beautiful energetic world we're energy yeah. and yeah. um there's so much more than what our like actual eyes can see but that's all lifting and shifting which is yeah so cool and i love exactly that, that it's coming through the light workers because i think yeah. that's what the intention is yeah 100%, for sure yeah yeah absolutely
Yeah. Um, and before we get into, I kind of like to do this thing called cosmic pings, which I'm just going to, it's kind of like quick answers. But sure. before we get into that, um, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Something that, um, you know what I mean, that has been really inspiring to you lately or a message that you want to share? Anything at all? Oh well. man, I mean, like, I feel like I should, there's like so many messages in this already. I know, um, I know. <laughs> you know. Like, I think, I think like one of the big things is coming through just today for me. And that I just okay. think, I mean, I already touched on it and it's a huge part of our collective journeys this year is just for us all to really embrace like our authentic self-expression of our soul gifts and our soul talent. Like, it's just so important. Like, I really feel like there's a call, like, stop staying small. Like, let's go. Like, there's a mission for you all here. And through embracing that mission, there are very powerful experiences. And there's a lot of impact. And there's a lot of abundance that you get to create from that. And you get to do it all doing something that you love. And so I feel like that call to liberation. I really, I, I, my message is the invitation for people to liberate themselves in whatever way they can today, tomorrow, every day, in whatever small or large step that you can take, like take steps towards liberation because the, the dream reality that we're talking about right now, like the 5D, like that's actually real. Like it's the dream is the limitation. The, yeah. the, the false yeah. reality is this one of limitation and scarcity and fear that has been created. Yeah. That's not real. So you can stop giving your attention to protecting yourself from it because it's not real, right? Yeah. And, and the direction to, to, to liberating yourself, to being able to engage with true reality, right? Yeah. So that's my liberation, like classic Aquarius. There you go. That's my <laughs> I <message>. love that. <laughs> You're so Aquarius. I love that this is yeah. perfectly yeah. aligned for you. And yeah. that you're working in such a beautiful way to liberate other people. Like you are an example. Um, and it's just, even in the past couple of months, like even watching you on Instagram and all the messages that you're sharing and yeah. not holding back, but speaking with truth and speaking with love. And it's always with, with so much love and integrity. Um, okay. And teaching people and helping people how to also access that is yeah. so powerful. And I'm just so happy because you are an example for, you know, what I want to step into, what other people, you know, and what we're here to do to yeah. elevate the planet and all raise our consciousness so that we can get rid of the illusion yeah. we're in and really step into that 5D world. Yeah. Live out the things that we've always have been it we've always been worthy of yeah so beautiful so exactly. thank you for that yeah thanks that's very sweet <laughs> i love that thanks so much for saying all those things that means the world to me um so yeah so let's do the cosmic pings okay um i've already asked you this but what is the main uh alien race that you feel connected to oh the arcturians Arcturians. Okay, I'm gonna look them up. Where are they? Are they from the star system? That's called Arcturus. Arcturus. Okay. Yeah. 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 A place you haven't been to yet, but feel really drawn to. Um. <laughs> you know what? I I I have to say, um, I've I've been to Hawaii, but I haven't been to Kauai. 
Mm. Um, I haven't been to Kauai and I haven't been to some of the other islands. I've been to Oahu, but lately yeah. I've been thinking about um, visiting some of the other islands and I don't know what something, something's going on in Hawaii that just draws me. So, so I have to say um, Kauai and, you know, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, your favorite spiritual tools to use. So that could be like crystals, cards, candles, herbs, whatever it is that um, really helps you get into that vibrational state. You know what? I'm going to say music. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, music is like the highest vibe thing for me I uh, so like a good like high vibe music uh, I don't think there's anything more powerful than that and, and dance I'm, I'm not good with the one answers yeah. <laughs> music music and dance yeah. yeah and I feel like that also helps you get into your body well again it's the divine feminine yeah, yeah. absolutely Amazing. yeah uh, the book that has inspired you the most this year this year, just yeah. in the last month. Um, I'd have to go look at what the title is exactly, but it is a book on the power of your subconscious mind. Mm. Um, so I can give you, I, I seriously, I'm looking at it right now. It's in my bedroom, but I don't have the art of the, the um, author right off the top of my head. But I can, I can, I can share it with you. Add it in the notes. I can write that in the notes. Which is okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah. The power of your subconscious, subconscious mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, the universe is. What? Sorry. The universe is. Oh, the universe is uh, love in free flowing, radiant expression. Amazing. <laughs> love is. Openness. Mm. Yeah. Lightness. Open to everything. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been uh, such a expanding, um, incredible conversation for today. And for me, I just like, you can see that you're like, and I mean, people can't see this on the podcast, but you're just radiating and you have so much joy and energy and we Thanks. like we can all be inspired by that which is oh, you're just like yeah. such a beautiful light being and I'm so thankful for you so thank you oh, thank you thanks for having me and thanks everyone for listening and um yeah I I'm I'm grateful to be here and I'm grateful to be of service to anyone and everyone's journey who feels drawn and connected to the to the messages that are resonating here. I'm sure you're gonna share my website and my Instagram and everything if people want to get in touch. So um yeah, I'm I'm here for this collective movement in consciousness to be of service especially all the light workers i don't know why it's like uh <laughs> we're just yeah. drawn to each other you know together. So, yeah so it's amazing and yeah thanks so much for having me it was a real pleasure to talk to you amazing. today and if people yeah. do work with you your instagram is uh it's enos heels yeah, it's Inez.heels, I-N-E-S dot heels. Um, yeah, simple, simplest way to get in touch is just DM me and like, let's, you know, let's talk. And obviously on my website too, you have the option of booking a call with me and yeah. So <laughs> easy ways to get in touch. That's the one good thing that technology has created for us, right? Yes, yes.